talking to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit new podcast where the Chatfield girls try to guess their sister Shelly's opinion on a variety of topics, and my name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is Shelly Chatfield Allison, (laughs) and we also have Julie Chatfield Miller. We have a sister guestbert today, and her name is... Hi, it's Katie. Hi, it's Katie. Katie, you are an honorary Chatfield today and forevermore. Thank you. It's a pleasure. I hope I never get that revoked. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about the possibility of it being revoked, but now I like to have that power. Yeah, what are the Chatfield bylaws? (laughs) What what are the rules we all should follow? What would it take to get... Revoked from <laughs> sisterhood. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just going against uh, the Shelly gang at large. Well, if that were true, I could have my Chatfield hood revoked because I am not part of the Shelly gang. <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> I pulled out a thread and it's all coming apart. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Katie is from a delightful podcast called For Your Reference. Katie, will you tell us about your podcast with your wonderful husband? Absolutely. Uh, We are that couple you invite over and we fight the whole time about TV shows and movies. And if that sells it to you, then you're you're our kind of people. (laughs) I mean, that works. They just recently did an episode about the movie Titanic, and it got bananas. I loved it. (laughs) Insane. Katie, how old were you when that movie came out again? I was less than 10. We were also young, and we were not allowed to see that movie. No. No. It was my greatest dream, though, (laughs) to not see that movie. (laughs) My heart was broken. My heart did not go on. Yeah, it, it has true. to. Surely the soundtrack has to go down as one of the greatest of all time. Oh yeah, yes. I still have never seen that movie all the way through. <gasps> Shelley, you can't listen to Four Year Reference. Then they I, only I let in Titanic watchers. Yeah, how does your heart go on? I try my best. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can probably never watch that movie. I've seen, I've seen it on TV, and it was really scarring for me. It's so oh, it's scary. <laughs> oh, Julie, but it, it's so full of love, and you love love. Yeah, but then everybody dies at the end. <laughs> I don't like Not that. Not everybody. Rose is super alive. Eh. And KT is very upset because she's in love with Kate Winslet. Yeah, I am going to change my name to KT Winslet. <laughs> very good. <laughs> and then say the other one, KT, say it. OT DiCaprio. people shouldn't listen to us it's terrible (laughs) this is all you get (laughs) well uh that is a great podcast you should listen to our podcast we're not the couple that you want to invite over and then we fight we're a bunch of sisters who try and fight our 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 own sister and she says don't fight me please i beg of you i keep asking to be uninvited to this fight but here i am still you know we usually every week bring a topic where shelly our shy sister does not know the topic and then we try and convince her to tell us her opinion about it even though she probably doesn't want to is that right, Shelly? <laughs> yes. Someday I'm going to secretly find out what the topic is, though, and I, I still won't want to talk about it, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me everything you think in your head, Shelly. <laughs> Have you ever tried to get Shelly to guess? Oh, yes. And it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm very, always very wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tried. I tried, Shelly. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe... <laughs> Maybe we should have this week be another guessing week. Shelly, what do you think the topic is? <laughs> okay, let's see. It's one week post-Independence Day. Yeah. Uh, we're in the middle of summer. Oh, which, can I can I bing bong in, Shelly? KT is in Australia, so for her, I don't know when Australian Independence Day is. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's really... There's Australia Day, but that's not necessarily Independence Day. And and it's definitely not summer where she is. No. It's eight degrees Celsius, I heard. <laughs> I, I am nicely tucked in the pouch of a kangaroo right now. Oh, so snuggly. It's so warm. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, Shelly, I want you to be inclusive to our okay. guest and stop being so rude. Well, there was there was a lot of like Christmas in July stuff that went on when I was living in Australia. I don't know if it's like that now for Katie, but so maybe it's Christmas. <laughs> maybe it's Christmas theme. So I'll I'll be very inclusive and I'll say elves. <laughs> Pro-con I thought, I thought you were saying the topic was just Christmas. No. What do you mean by no. Christmas? No, no, no. Elves. Elves. Santa's elves. There we go. We've set you up for failure, Shelly. Do you want to know the real today's topic? Is it elf related at all? <laughs> Your sister Julie led you astray because it is not uh, seasonal at all. What? How did I lead her astray? <laughs> Because, because I said it first that you led her astray before you could say I led her astray. Dang it. Shelly, today's topic is love letters. <laughs> Between elves. <laughs> Those classic Christmas love letters. I mean, Hallmark would say, yes, that's true. I'm actually, guys, right now I'm reading a romantic book that's set during Christmas time. <laughs> Do they write love letters? I don't know. I'm not that far in yet. They're okay. cowboys. <laughs> I like that. So, Shelly, I know very frequently that you are concerned that you won't know what I mean when I say a topic. Now, I will tell you right now that Katie and Julie and I already have known the topic. Okay. So, you're the only one who's the big dunce around here. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> uh, will you tell us what is a love letter? Well, my dunceness says that a love letter is some sort of communication. I would say not always traditionally a handwritten letter nowadays. Uh, a communication, a written communication of sorts that expresses feelings of admiration, uh, respect, Love. <laughs> Anything uh, else? <laughs> maybe like shyness. <laughs> maybe it's just very short and and says something along the lines of, if you like me, check one of these boxes, <laughs> yes or no. Dear my one true love, I'm very shy. <laughs> well, Shelly, you uh, forgot, you forgot about uh, kind of like, Wow. Julie, do that sound. You forgot that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I guess maybe I've never been in love then. Who knows? <laughs> Don't let your husband hear that. <laughs> maybe what is love? Maybe don't hurt don't me. Don't hurt me. In the famous words of Tina Turner, what's love got to do with it? Yes. That's true, Shelley. Why did you even bring that up when we were trying to discuss this topic? <laughs> well, I guess what does love have to do with love letters? If there's no love, it's just a letter. That's boring. <laughs> <laughs> you know everyone hates letters. <laughs> Shelley, you're already getting really controversial. We haven't even really started talking about this topic yet. Well, since everyone else knows it, I'm feeling very contrary today. <laughs> I like the idea that letters are split up into love letters and bills or something. Only two <laughs> kinds of letters. Everything else. My husband, Caleb, who I love, and I have many love letters to and from, suggested this topic, and he's so proud of himself that he got chosen. Amongst all of the topics in the world, I chose his. Oh. <laughs> That's like a verbal love letter, yeah. Yeah, Caleb, here's my verbal love letter to you. I admire and respect you. <laughs> and also, wow. <laughs> Guys, I can't make that sound. KT, can you do it? <laughs> that was a bit too lioness, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, that was like... very good. That was a different kind of love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Beyonce to Donald Glover kind of love. Oh, oh yes. how topical of you. <gasps> Thank you so much. I'm so excited for both of those voices to go in my ears. Well, speaking of influencers, Julie is going to be an influencer for the pro reasons why you should like love letters. I'm going to be doing the anti-reasons why you shouldn't. And then our 
Sister Guestpert, Honorary Chatfield Girl KT, is going to be telling us what she thinks you'll choose, Shelly, based on she's listened to so many of our episodes, and she knows what shy people are like. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm not the only one. <laughs> You're too shy to meet any of them. Yeah. So KT's going to tell us what she thinks you'll choose. Shelly, are you ready to be... The first verb that came into my word was whiz-banged. <laughs> the wow. first word that popped into my head was wooed. Are you going to woo me with your points, Julie? <gasps> yes. Can I hold you in my arms and look, look deep into your eyes? <laughs> no, because I'm already blushing just from you saying hold you in my arms. <laughs> Get a hold of yourself, Shelly. <laughs> We're talking about love letters this week. It's going to be a lot of blushing on your side of the world. I know. I feel like I need to just like mute my microphone just so I can like listen and have the reactions I need to have, like just for my own self. I'll, Shell, I'll mute you if you need in the post. I'll fix it in post. There's so many wonderful things to know and love about love letters, right? Just decide now. <laughs> Oh, oh, do I have to make up my mind before any points? Because that would be that would be a reversal of, of how the show normally works. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll tell you some of my points. Okay. Shelly, a love letter, it makes your heart flutter. It makes your eyelashes <laughs> I was gonna say batter. That's probably not right. <laughs> it makes your heart go pitter patter. But love letters just make you feel all the love in the world for your one true love. And that's fun. Then you have a memento to treasure forever. I have several love letters from my one true love. Just like Do you keep them in like a shoebox? <laughs> I learned my lesson keeping special things in a cardboard box and then having water damage. So oh, no. no more. So they're in a fireproof box. <laughs> With uh, metal lining and it's 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 in a uh, what's it called where you have to boop the buttons and then it locks and then you can open a safe. It. It's safe. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? How did you re not remember the I'm word safe? Pregnant. That's my. <laughs> I think I think Julie used the right combination of words. Thank you. Oh, no. That's pandering. You better be nice to me during my points, too. Of course. <laughs> I, sub I support all the Shelly sisters, Shelly gang. <laughs> all the Shelly sisters? Ooh. <laughs> Shelly, have we ever been referenced in, as like Shelly and the sisters to you before? No, and I, I'm honored and at the same time embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> But Shelly, I have love letters. I bet you do too. I bet KT does because she has so many admirers. Oh, you. <laughs> Julie's like, I know because I've written her one. <laughs> she has at least one. And I signed it from you know who. Voldemort. <laughs> but not Voldemort. Actually, my kids just checked out a book, uh, a Berenstain Bears book about Valentine's. And the kids wrote it to from Guess Who? And they had to guess who the Valentines were from. Oh. In like class? Yeah. Like that was like a class activity. How embarrassing. Shelly, I think I know what we're doing for our next segment. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, Shelly, it's not only the Berenstain Bears who can write love letters. <laughs> oh, you really? You may be surprised to know. Do you know how much how ardently I admire and love you? <sighs> oh, that's one of the best love letters ever. <laughs> Thank you. I just came up with it myself. <laughs> now, KT is famously a Pride and Prejudice fan, and I feel like there's pandering going on all over the place. I was actually going to I was actually going to reference it, but I kept it to myself. <gasps> and now you don't have to. <laughs> or you can again. <laughs> For your reference, Shelly Gang, Katie is a fan. <laughs> Super fan. <laughs> and who couldn't love a good Mr. Darcy love letter? I know I do. Can I say something yeah. quickly? Yeah, just so quickly. So 
One of the more famous portrayers of Mr. Darcy from Pride and Prejudice, Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice, is Colin Firth. And guess what? I saw him as a villain in two movies this week. Number one, Paddington 2. Uh, oh, what? wow. Plot twist. That was, that, I did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> and number two, I can't remember the other one, but it was also a child's movie. And now I regret the everything. Mary Poppins one? Yes. Oh, oh my. He's the bad guy in Mary Poppins. It broke my heart to see him as the bad guy. Yes, that's what I was going to say is that it really messed with my whole brain because I just want to love him, but I had to hate him. Sometimes sometimes that's how love is. <laughs> sometimes that's how love is. It's complicated. Uh, yeah, well, and you can love him, but you can just not like him right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I'm learning a lot today. <laughs> This is this is our new podcast all about love. Guys, it's finally happening. Yay! Subscribe forever. Yes. Say I do to our podcast. Oh my gosh, you guys, my wildest dreams have come true. <laughs> this this whole episode was a ruse, right? It's a backdoor pilot. I, I incepted Caleb. To have this Because <laughs> I knew if I said it, you would say no. But if your one true love said it, you'd say yes. Because I say yes to everything he says because I'm a subservient wife. <laughs> That's not true love. Listeners, don't believe Holly. Don't believe anything she says <laughs> this whole episode. Oh, my gosh. I might be biased, but I feel like this is a great episode so far. <laughs> Everything except what I've said, apparently. <laughs> so you can receive love letters. You can listen to songs about love letters. We have already referenced several songs about love. But Shelly, do you know the song Love Letters in the Sand? Uh, if you hum a few bars, I can fake it. <laughs> On a day like today, we pass the time away writing love letters in the sand. I don't know that song. That's because it's old. It sounds quite old. <laughs> Is that one that would have like appeared on a vaudeville stage? No, not that old. I think it was like in the 50s. But it did appear on the stage when I was in a show called The Taffetas. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised I don't know it then. <laughs> I feel like I knew all the songs from the Taffetas because you were rehearsing at my house. <laughs> it's like that one line in a very, very long medley, so I'm not surprised. But that's the song that I auditioned with and got the part with, so now I have a special love place in my heart for that love song. Are you saying that love letters will get you parts and plays? Because if so, I may have to change my opinion. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. And you know what? I whistled for that audition, too. Because there's a whistling interlude. And you are a interlude. great whistler. I am a great whistler. So, Shelley, you can sing about love letters. I do. Constantly. <laughs> but you know what you can also do? What? You can write love letters. And send them to the people you love the most in the whole world. <laughs> like me. So you're saying I can write love letters that are not just romantic love letters. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's all kinds of love, guys. But I like romantic love letters the most. I guess don't write me a romantic love letter. That would be weird. I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> Well, you're not related to KT. You could write her one. It wouldn't be that weird. She's very lovable. I think our husbands would get jealous. <laughs> Is it like, I think it's like the Simpsons, you know, when they like flush the toilet. So if you put the letter in there, I'm sure it'll find its way. That's how it works. Oh. Right? I'll, I'll put a message in a bottle. And, <laughs> and flush it down the toilet. Yes. <laughs> Shelly, love letters are really hard to write for some people, which means that they are worth doing because only things that are hard to do are worth doing. As Ruby pointed out to me, they're even harder for little kids to write because they don't know how to write or send things in the mail. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Ruby is four years old. She is your daughter. I thought she was going to say, and we don't know what love is. <laughs> oh, she knows. 
Ruby gives the tenderest kisses in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> and that can that skill only happens because of a heart full of true love. <laughs> and she constantly says she wants to marry Lukey, my three year old. <laughs> Oh, so full of love. <laughs> Shelly, giving a love letter to someone is the perfect gift to give someone who already has everything or they're really hard to buy presents for because they don't care about getting presents. You may be surprised to know that my husband was one of those people. <laughs> really? <laughs> I would just think a, a meat-based sandwich would do the trick. For for every special occasion, that's what I do. I make him something delicious to eat and I write him a love letter. Because everything else, I'm like, okay, can I buy you like a gift? And he's like, eh, I'll just get it for myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> <sighs> fine. <laughs> You're like, I'll get you this free trip out the window because that's where I'm going to throw you. So that's Whoa. It. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You're my kind of woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I start. That's how I sit down to write every love letter to him. Ugh, okay, I gotta write this love letter. <laughs> that's the best kind of love—a resentful, angry love. Uh, the last love letter I wrote him was for Christmas, and we were in the bungalow when we were staying in Bountiful, Utah. Hey, that's where I live. I know. We didn't have very many writing implements, so I used a crayon. <laughs> that's the most cute. romantic writing did implement. Did you use of your all. best kindergarten style handwriting? <laughs> no, kids don't know how to write and they don't know how to send stuff in the mail. Fortunately, I didn't have to send it in the mail because that could have been messy. <laughs> Shelly, love can be so confusing. <laughs> I mean, if there's all kinds of love. It, that just generally, there's all kinds of mix-ups. Uh, I was talking to my my single friend last week, and she was talking about her relationship with a guy that she's kind of seeing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so complicated. And uh, just relationships are so hard. And so love letters are the perfect way to express yourself because you can think it through, organize your thoughts, don't get all jumbled. and make a fool of yourself like I did when I told a boy that I loved him and I afterwards I looked back and I was like that was a train wreck <laughs> oh man I should have written a love letter <laughs> sent it in a, a bottle and flushed it down the toilet <laughs> was it to Katie's husband Odie <laughs> he's the only boy I know in in Australia we so don't, we don't speak of it so that's so that's where that came from. <laughs> I took credit for that, by the way. <laughs> uh, so, Shelley, I love organizing my thoughts by way of written word, and you should too. My my last point actually comes from my wonderful husband. I asked him what uh, what are the best things about love letters, and he said. You can spray them with your perfume to drive the men wild. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> so just get out your signature perfume and drench that bad boy and uh, tuck it under your husband's pillow. That would be a bad strategy for me personally, because my husband, hits his head hits the pillow and he's gone. He falls asleep so fast. He will never get that letter. He'd, he'd sooner get it if I flushed it down the toilet. I know. Tuck it. Hmm. Tuck it inside a sandwich. <laughs> Delicious. Peanut butter and love letter. And, and perfume drenched love letter. Oh, yeah. oh gross. <laughs> But Shelly, it'll drive it'll drive the men wild. Uh, okay, that's the best part about love letters. And I don't even have a sense of smell, so you're immune. If someone wrote you a love letter and drenched it, you would be like, "What's this? It could be anything." <laughs> Why is it so damp? <laughs> My this grammar is terrible. <laughs> it really ups the ante. 
for for me receiving a love letter because it's got to be all in the words, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now I want I want to get a love letter that's written in crayon, sprayed like drenched in perfume <laughs> and flushed down the toilet. <laughs> that sounds like the perfect letter. That is sounds so romantic. <laughs> Oh, man, I thought my job was going to be really hard going anti-love letter, but I'm coming in like in a good place, I think. (laughs) Julie, do you have anything more that you want to say? I rest my case. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) Shelly, I think you should be anti-love letter for so many reasons. And I don't have any like romantical or like heartfelt reasons all of mine are cold hard facts that come from the logic part of my brain which is very big because my brain's already very big and then the logic part is also very big (laughs) wow so julie julie was aiming for my heart you're gonna go for my head What else is something good to go for? Takeout? <laughs> you, you, do you normally go for takeout? Sometimes. I stay for takeout. <laughs> um, I go for the jugular sometimes, <laughs> but I thought that would not be good. <laughs> what about go for the gold? <gasps> wow. Shelly, I'm going to go for the logic and your mind and the gold. <laughs> All right. You're going to go for her mind? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sounds a little bit like you're gonna gonna turn me into yeah gonna turn me into some brainless zombie or something well that's what love letters turn you into is a brainless zombie nice. that's no. my nice. first point no i'm kidding okay shelly i think you should be anti-love letters because love letters are evidence to be found by those who would hurt you <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So you're also going for my my just overwhelming sense of fear and dread. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant by the gold. <laughs> is the gold standard of what makes you tick, aka your fear <laughs> and your your scaredness. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> so, Shelly, I don't know if you know, but other people can read. <laughs> Other people can read other languages even. KT, I don't know if you're multilingual, but I'm going to guess you speak 70 languages. <laughs> that would be a statement that exists, yes. <laughs> See, I, like I said, I'm only going for cold hard facts in mine, and that is a fact. If you wrote a lang- if you wrote a love letter in one of 70 languages, KT could read it. And she would know exactly what you said. And it probably wouldn't be to her, but maybe. I mean, <laughs> let's just say worst case scenario, it's not to her. Okay. okay? Shelly, you wrote this lang- <laughs> you wrote this love letter saying, I <laughs> admire you and respect you. And what was the other things that you crazy things that you said? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Just to make it fair on both sides, because I did say some nice things um, on Julie's argument, with my well-learned 70 language interpretation, I would also offer a visual performance of how I think they would have felt writing the letter. <gasps> oh. An interpretive dance of a love letter. I mean, that's beautiful. <laughs> it's no Colin Firth, but you know. Unless you do it in a way that's meant to hurt me, because obviously that's the only reason others would read a love letter. It depends on what the letter says. To make says. fun of you and hurt you. <laughs> okay, but honestly, guys, if you ran across a love letter, you'd want to read it, right? Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. That's all I do. <laughs> if, if Julie found a love letter in the street, she would read it and then she'd cry and she'd be like, love is so beautiful. <laughs> and then I would find the person who it belonged to and reunite the, the lovers and it just be so beautiful. <laughs> and Julie had inadvertently walked into many a rom rom com. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! Can I write this book? <laughs> yeah, yes. go for it. Right. But there has to be someone trying to hurt someone else. Someone else has found the letter also because there's two copies, and they're they're out to hurt the lovers, hurt their feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a villain that like twirls their mustache. 
Yes. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> and then it's a, it's a race, a race to see who can who can get to the lovers first, the the hater or the the friend of the lovers. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a great book. It does. Uh but guys, you're really watering down my initial premise, <laughs> which is <laughs> love letters are evidence that other people can use against you. And that could be so uh, hurtful and shameful. Shelly, what if someone read a love letter that you wrote in earnest to someone that you love? <laughs> that, that's like a worst case scenario for me. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> That would be so horrible. I mean, I could understand if it was like explicit, but I don't see you writing a love <laughs> Which letter it would like that. Never be. <laughs> I'll just say that now. <laughs> oh no, Holly's already going for my emotional and rational jugular. Shelly, <laughs> are you embarrassed to to think that other people might find out you love your husband? <laughs> I guess now it wouldn't be quite as bad. It would still be bad, but You've been like married for like thirteen years. <laughs> I guess at this, I, I guess I'm kind of thinking of like as one is in the falling in love process. I know one can write love letters after that too, but you know, if I had like had a crush on someone and then wrote a love letter, which again probably would have never happened <laughs> and by probably i mean definitely never happened um it would have been horrible though had it happened here's another <laughs> horrible thing about love letters shelly is that they can easily be cyanode oh no <laughs> now for those of the shelly gang who may not know of cyrano he was a very ugly dude who was in love with a beautiful woman and he helped a beautiful man be in love with this beautiful woman by by telling him to say beautiful things. Shelly, I did say the word beautiful many times <laughs> just now. <laughs> However, this scenario that I'm talking about is a no good. Because, Shelly, when someone writes a love letter, you're assuming that they're speaking from their own beautiful heart, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, here's the problem, though is that anybody could have written this. This was the pre-internet age where, you know how, like, internet trolls feel like they can say things because they have anonymity? Uh-huh. Cyrano. He was the original love troll. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and honestly, I don't want to let anyone write my love letters because I'm an amazing writer and I have a way with words. <laughs> but... I would write other people's love letters, and I have. I have a story. Do you want to know it? Sure. Yes. KT, I don't know about in Australia, but there is a thing called Facebook. <laughs> oh, it's because things are backwards here. It's book face. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's actually Zuckerberg Mark over here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, uh, my sister-in-law, my husband's younger sister, um, got Facebook messaged by a guy that she met at work. She and I worked together at a mall. Mm -hmm. And he, she has a really distinct name. And so, like, he met her and then found her on Facebook and then messaged her. And she freaked out, was so nervous that, that she was like, Holly, what do I do? And I wrote their very, her very first message. Oh my goodness. To him. <laughs> and then now they're married with two kids. <laughs> and uh, so... Sorry, is that a bad thing? Oh. Yeah, it sounds like it all worked yeah. out and that love letters are, are 100% successful. <laughs> uh, yeah, but guess what? Guess who my brother-in-law Russell really fell in love with that day? <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying he married... Into the family to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know until well after they were married that I was the one who wrote it. <laughs> and who he was really in love with. <laughs> yeah, but by then it was too late. <laughs> okay, so that's the rom-com movie. We've got the book and now we've got the rom-com movie <laughs> yeah. coming Wait, next did summer. Did you, like, continue to write the messages for her? <laughs> no, but I did 
I did coach her after that, but like I fully wrote the first one. Fully. How many paragraphs are we talking? Oh, easily one to two. Easily. (laughs) (laughs) Like a chunky one or a chunky two, actually. I mean, Holly did say she was very smart. (laughs) So one one paragraph, no problem. (laughs) Okay, guys, stop making fun of me for a second. Just listen to what I have to say. (laughs) Um, So I guess what I'm saying is that anyone can be writing these love letters and anyone can write anyone's name. And love letters are not uh, uh, notarized documents. And so they (laughs) can't be submitted in court. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) That's going to go in my next book. I would love to receive a notarized love letter. Like, it has been declared official that I love you. Uh, that would be that would be another book that Julie could write, but it's in, like, a dystopian future where love letters have to be notar- notarized. <laughs> kind of like a Catch-22, you know? No, because Catch-22 is too wild for me. <laughs> in a world with notarized love letters. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then someone in the office of the note, like, the notary office has to fall in love, like, with a stranger and then find who that letter is going to. <gasps> Can I add to that? Can it also be, like, the 80s movie where apparently she's not attractive because she has glasses and then at the end of it, she's the most attractive <laughs> thing around? Uh-huh. She takes her glasses off and then puts her hair down. Yeah. Yes. And she's she's beautiful. She does it to write the letter. She's, like, <laughs> twisted her hair up with the pencil and then, like, takes it down. <laughs> And then he recognizes her handwriting. He's like, oh this my this gosh. might be our most our, our most prolific episode ever. Coming up with so many ideas. Okay, okay. I'm only on my second point, guys. I'm we're too prolific. Yeah. My next point as to why Shelly should be anti-love letters is it's a big commitment. I mean, why aren't there just Let's just feel this out, letters. You know, like <laughs> why gotta be love? <laughs> like a let's just hang out letter. <laughs> there's, you know, there's the Nickmo, the non-committal make out. Mm-hmm. What about a Nickmo, <laughs> non-committal make letter? <laughs> that's that's okay. That's my third point. We don't need to go over it more. Okay, I've already I've already talked about how just there's a lot of trappings to love letters that I don't agree with. But one that is really big is, have you seen my handwriting? Yes. Question mark. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Is this a test? (laughs) No, this is just an opportunity for KT to say no, because I don't think she has. (laughs) But I don't want to I don't want to besmirch your handwriting if I haven't seen it. And I feel like besmirch is a word you would use in a love letter, whether that's a positive or a negative. <gasps> ah. <laughs> yes. Oh, that, okay, let's be real. My love letters really do contain a lot of SAT words, <laughs> like besmirch. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> <laughs> so have you seen my handwriting slash SAT words? Come on. <laughs> Are you saying they're too good to be in love letters? My handwriting is too beautiful for this world. No (laughs) eyes may look upon it. You should only be writing like the next great American novel with your amazing handwriting and just amazing SAT vocabulary. (laughs) Yes. And that is so love letters are a waste of my time. (laughs) You shan't not think on it. Uh, Yes. A waste of my entire huge brain. (laughs) They're too lowbrow for you. You you need to go for something greater. (laughs) But Shelly, I have one more point as to why you should be. But what was your real point about the handwriting? Oh, like some people, some people don't write love letters because they think their handwriting's too ugly. Like my boyfriend in high school wrote me a love letter and he uh, wrote it in pencil and then traced it with pen afterwards. That is so sweet. And it is still almost illegible. (laughs) Let's just say that. But I love it. You know, 
If he had if he had hired a calligrapher to write it, I would not love it as much, you know? Because <laughs> then the secret would be out. <laughs> Everyone would know. How would I know that the calligrapher, the calligrapher didn't just is a write it? <laughs> the the Cyrano was working with the calligrapher <laughs> to make the perfect love letter. <laughs> Okay, okay. Do you feel good about that point, Shelly? Can I move on? Yes. Okay. You should not like love letters because they are too much fuel for the inevitable breakup. Oh, no. I, if here are some things. Here's, here's some things, some fuel. One, I will pour over them, reread them, wondering where I went wrong. That's one thing I would do and have done and Hopefully not shall do, because hopefully my husband and I <laughs> don't inevitably break up, like I just said. Yeah, the word inevitable really put a hard point on this. <laughs> Two, it is too much fuel for the inevitable breakup. I might get really obsessed with that one Shakespeare scene that I did in high school that I did for a monologue for my, uh, my advanced drama class. Come on, guys, you know Two Gentlemen of Verona, the girl julia rips up the love letter that she receives but then she feels so dumb for ripping it up that she puts all the pieces back together and like talks about how much she loves what was written uh that's that i do uh, not recall is not what i'm familiar with <laughs> i just said all that in iambic pentameter and it was the actual words that shakespeare did but i i uh you know made it sound modern <laughs> okay that is translated talent. for this modern age <laughs> no not even translated that's translated what he wrote. into modern Holly English. (laughs) Modern SAT English. (laughs) Ultimately, too much fuel for the inevitable breakup. Literally, you could throw those love letters on a fire in a dramatic fashion, like unto in Pride and Prejudice. Do they burn love letters? Do they burn love letters there? (laughs) Um, I don't think they do. Hmm. Maybe I'm thinking of Mary Poppins, where <laughs> where they burn the letter to. Was that a love letter to Mary Poppins? They don't burn the letter in Mary Poppins. He throws yes, it yes, in the, the cold dad- fire, and then the pieces float up the chimney. Oh, that's right. That's right. So <laughs> my point is, <laughs> I'm bad at references. If you want better references, listen to KT's podcast for your reference, where she probably knows that Mary Poppins uh, has no fire and all love. And Julie Andrews, who, yeah. and <laughs> Have you guys ever burned love letters before? Uh, no, no, I haven't because guess what? I love them too much and I have so many uh, like uh, shoeboxes full of notes and stuff mm-hmm. and like love letters. But you know what? I have had them used against me for those oh. who would hurt me. Oh. Yikes. And have you seen my handwriting? <laughs> <laughs> do you have, do you like make a second copy of love letters you send to other people just so you can keep one and admire your beautiful handwriting? Because <laughs> that would be wild. No, I just write love letters to myself because I'm pretty great. And someone has used it against you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, that's all my points. And I, what, Julie, what'd you say? I rest my case. <laughs> Uh, but now it's KT's turn as the sister Gesper and someone who is very smart and knows a lot more than me and Julie, but not more than Shelly. Shelly's <laughs> such a big brain. <laughs> Wait a minute. Kate, have you shame. seen my handwriting? <laughs> uh, KT, what do you think Shelly's going to choose based on what we said and also what you know in your life? And with without hopefully being exiled from the Shelley and the sisters, <laughs> um, I feel like Shelley, as as much as you try and play it cool, even though you do have a husband for a whole lot of time, um, <laughs> I think you love love, and I think you like the idea of a love letter. And much like this episode, you have a plan in mind. And it might derail <laughs> and it might go on a different tangent, but that's love. You know, all of the imperfections Aww. is what makes love. So I kind of think we're on the affirmative today. 
Oh, that was beautiful. My gosh. That was the classiest thing that's ever been said on this podcast. (laughs) It's true. The most poetic, for sure. (laughs) Besides Holly's iambic pentameter, modern English (laughs) Shakespeare quote. Maybe, KT, do you have a Cyrano standing next to you, whispering these words to you? (laughs) Um, No, unless you count our executive producer dog. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're the only one with an executive producer dog. He doesn't do in much. this podcast right now. <laughs> the ratio of treats and the output of work does not calculate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, Katie, you think Shelly is going to go pro love letters, but now it is time for what we've all been waiting for the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most ventilated podcaster, <laughs> Shelly Allison. Shelly, uh, your clothes have a few holes. I I do need a lot of room to breathe this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shell, what do you think about love letters? I have to say, my heart and my head in this one, they're at odds with each other. (laughs) Oh, no. There's a lot of inner turmoil when it comes to this topic. Uh, Holly, just went right in for the feeding on all of my emotional insecurities, <laughs> which was cool, you know, uh, for my older sister to do that to me. Um, so, so the like, if I wrote a love, like, I'm I'm picturing my high school self. If I wrote a love letter to someone and then someone else found it, that literally is a nightmare for me <laughs> like because yeah they they will use it against me probably <laughs> or they'll like if not like try to hurt me at least make fun of me which is almost as bad <laughs> and uh and so that would have been oh just like i can't even like i'm sweating <laughs> thinking about it a little bit um, and i'm trying to like i'm trying to think back to the days of like before I met my husband <laughs> because I was, I've been in love many times. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> many times? And by love, I mean, uh, I, I had cr- serial crushes oh, growing well, up. Oh, that's different. Like, I had a, a crush on the same boy from first grade all the way through the end of elementary school. <laughs> and if I'd ever decided to write him a love letter, which again... I will point out, never did. (laughs) It could have been used as horrible fuel against me, and I would have never loved it again if that had happened. And I had, again, a crush on the same boy all through middle school, three years. Again, never, he never knew, for good reason. (laughs) Also high schools, different boy, but all four years. So really... What I'm saying is love letters could have been very damaging <laughs> from me to someone else, be- emotionally for me. <laughs> I'm trying to think if any boy in all of those years wrote a love letter to me, and I'm going to say no. <laughs> this, is a, this is my tragic backstory <laughs> when it comes to love letters. Didn't that one red-haired senior when you were a freshman write you love letters? Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> it wasn't no one, but the only love letters I ever got, because again, a different another boy who was my age did write me a love letter once. All, any love letter, and by love, I mean they were like, hey, you're cute. That's as far as love went. They were unwanted <laughs> and <Unrequited>. unreciprocated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess in a way, I did use it as fuel against him, because I'm pretty sure any I got, I did share with my friends and go, ew, gross. Shelly, no. I know. I wasn't doing it out of out of mean spiritedness, but out of like, what do I do with this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to handle this. <laughs> um, and then in college, I met my husband almost right away, <laughs> and we got married not too long after that. And he did send me some love letters. The first one came with some like roses and was anonymous 
and it scared me to death. <laughs> like scared of the possibilities or like, oh my gosh, there's a murderer after me trying to make me fall in love second, with him. The second one, because he had convinced my roommate to put it in my room, like on my bed. And I was like, who was in here putting roses and Shelley. letters on my bed? <laughs> who came in my room? I don't, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Because oh, I, I guess I'm dysfunctional is what I'm discovering here on, live on air. Um, so love is a beautiful and terrifying thing. <laughs> and my husband sent me some love letters and they were great. And uh, I've written maybe a couple to him. They're not so much letters as they are usually just a note. I'm not good at writing one chunky or two chunky paragraphs. <laughs> Mine are less. Because I did terrible in my SAT vocabulary section, so I couldn't write a beautiful love letter. And also my handwriting is terrible. <laughs> and so, um, so I don't have a lot of personal experience with love letters is what I'm saying. And like if I'm just doing myself now in this, this day and age – would I write a love letter to my husband? <sighs> Maybe. Maybe. I think I've written a few nice things to him. <laughs> but like gushy, mushy, the thing Julie would love to read in like a novel <laughs> probably hasn't happened and would never happen because I don't know. I'm feeling very vulnerable right now. <laughs> I'm feeling like you guys have put me in a horrible position because if I say I don't like them, then I'm essentially telling my husband, like, I hate you. <laughs> no, not true either. So, but okay. I like the, I like the idea of love letters and I like to read about love letters and watch movies about love letters. Like you've got mail. Etc. Etc. So I like them, I guess. <laughs> but I guess I'll never write a love letter to love letters because I'm afraid of my feelings about them. <laughs> Someone might use them against you. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I didn't know this was going to be so fraught. <laughs> See, and I did, and that is why I was so excited. So I, I am pro love letters. <sighs> but this is an emotional journey, and I still am feeling like, should I change my mind? <laughs> it's been a while since we've had a topic like this that has just made me feel like I can't possibly know what to choose. <laughs> just lean on your sister Gespert. That's why she's here. I, okay, her beautiful words inspire me, and I will say, yes, I do like love letters. Oh, hooray. But I'm going to have to, like, go catch my breath. <laughs> Believe in love. <laughs> well, Shelly, thank you so much for telling us your opinion on love letters, and in such a breathy way. I, well, that's because, like, I'm literally over here hyperventilating. <laughs> so I'm sorry if it was very breathy. I, I, I could barely get the words out. <laughs> it was kind of... Wow. Oh. <laughs> well, I can't I can't make that sound, so that was accidental. <laughs> no, it just it, it just set the mood, Shelly. Yeah, I think your decision was very on brand because we're talking about love letters and your response was very romantic. <laughs> oh, Shelly is already so vulnerable. You can't say the word mood. <laughs> no. I know. I'm really I I'm pressing all of her buttons as I a know. mean older She's sister. Doing it in a Mean older sister way. <laughs> KT, defend <sighs> Shelly. <laughs> yeah, you're the only one who ever would because none of my sisters would. Oh, well, at least unless you get that attention, it's not great attention. Maybe if it was in a love letter, all of this would have been edited out. I guess that's true. I've never thought of it that way. <laughs> and at least you know that we're not doing it anonymously and then you'll get real spooked and say who's gonna come kill me in my sleep you know exactly who will it's me (laughs) julie has already attacked me in my sleep in in the past so i know it's possible (laughs) from you know who is so funny (laughs) okay shall we move on to our segment 
What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your what's your what's your name? And in the segment What's Your Name, I bring a name generator to my sisters and honorary sisters. And we talk about the thing that it says. And I like this one because the people like it. I like what you like, Shelly Gang. <laughs> and if you like to tease Shelly, good, so do I. <laughs> Is that the name generator? <laughs> yeah, what's the best way to tease Shelly? Here's all the ways. Here's her most vulnerable spots. <laughs> <laughs> no, Shelly, no. Today's name generator is the title of your self-help book. Uh-oh. Now, Shelly doesn't need any self-help books because she has a very good self. But oh, I love self-help books. And KT said, uh-oh, which means she either doesn't need some or definitely needs some. I don't know. <laughs> but am I ready to receive the help? <laughs> oh, goodness. Here's the thing. This name generator uses the initials of your first, middle, and last names. And I have those for all of those involved in this podcast today. And you know what? You're going to love KT the way you look in this self-help book. (laughs) KT, would you like to know the name of your self-help book? I sure would, Holly Winfrey. I'm getting like Oprah vibes (laughs) right now. (laughs) Okay. Okay, you're going to hold my hand across the pond as we (laughs) read your book together called Am I Ready for Groupon? And other prayers. <laughs> I love it. Now, now the game that we're going to play for this segment is, what is a name of a chapter in your self-help book? Katie, do you know what is a name of a chapter in your self-help book? Am I ready for Groupon and other prayers? Use a Groupon, never accept it for free. That's so that affirming. Wise. My help, myself has been helped by your book. <laughs> you get a self-help. You get a self-help. Everyone gets a self-help. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to know Shelly's self-help book title? Yes, please. And Shelly, I'm so excited because this one is perfect for what we've already been talking about. Oh, gosh. I guess I'm ready then. <laughs> the Holy Marriage of Hamsters, a collection of poems. <laughs> Cute. So, Shelly, I imagine they're love letter poems, and I want to know what a name of one of the poems is in The Holy Marriage of Hamsters, a collection of poems. Rodu or Rodent, an ode to my love. Aww. <laughs> is that a love letter? I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, that is an, great. An ode is kind of like a love letter. An ode is definitely a love letter. And I have written many odes to many boys in high school and then given it to them. Why am I like this? (laughs) (laughs) Julie, your self-help book title is Turn Your Career into Pork and Other Prayers. (laughs) So, Julie, what is one tip that would be in your self-help book for turning your career into pork? Pork is obviously a metaphor for bringing home that bacon. You got to turn your career into bringing home that bacon. Help me bring home more than just bacon. Bring home the whole roast. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be the butt of your own career. Get porky. We're going to end on my self-help book title, and the reason that we're doing this is because I honestly think this is the most inspirational of all of the titles that we've heard here today. Whoa, hey, whoa. (laughs) When you hear it, you're going to re-hold my hand across this pond, and you'll say, you're right, Holly. Mine is, just walk across Tinder dates, the athlete's handbook. Wow. (laughs) That is perfect. (laughs) And I've been imagining that uh, you line up Tinder dates, like, and they're, like, on all fours, and you just walk across their backs to, like, like, and they're all at different levels. And I thought that would be kind of fun, like, a fun way to suggest, like, 
speed dating, but like actual speed, foot speed. I've, I've done that. Walked across boys' backs like that. On a date? In high school, in a show. In a play. <laughs> I guess what I'm wondering is... Uh, do you think my husband would let me sign up for Tinder to write this book? <laughs> for science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't even know which way is the correct way to swipe. So I, I'm not dangerous at all on, t- on Tinder. <laughs> but I just like that it's an athlete's handbook because athletes can't read. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. <laughs> don't tell them I said that. They also can't hear. So athletes. <laughs> the athletes are all going to come beat you up, Holly. <laughs> yeah. Because they're all athletes are very aggressive. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, Shelly, you say something aggressive about athletes. <laughs> you know what? I am emotionally spent after this whole episode. So athletes, I'm sorry. I'll just apologize for everyone else. <laughs> KT, do you want to diss athletes? <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I already apologized, so it's okay. I feel like, maybe I'm getting too real, but I feel like athletes should be able to live by the same rules we all do. Because sometimes they're rich and they're privileged and they can do whatever they want. That's not fair. There you go. Wow. Shelly, are you going to apologize for that? <laughs> I mean, no, that's a very good criticism. I feel like KT is maybe too uh, smart to be on the show. <laughs> well, that, that would be the opposite if you've actually heard our podcast. You would, you would know that's not true. <laughs> well, you've had so many words of wisdom already, KT. I don't know if, I don't know if we can handle that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you need to bring your wisdom to a less emotionally charged topic. <laughs> I would love to hear wisdom on, like, slime or something. (laughs) Or best Muppet dinner companion or something. (laughs) Miss Piggy always. Oh, that could be the chapter as well, Julie. (laughs) (gasps) Miss Piggy always. Oh, my gosh. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Her career is totally pork. I'm into it. Well, this has been our segment, What's Your Name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your what's your what's your name? Shelly Gang, thank you so much for joining us. And Katie, thank you so much for joining us. Do you want to tell the Shelly Gang about all of your social medias? Because I know for a fact you are the social media queen of your podcast. Uh, thank you. From a fellow queen, I, I appreciate it very much. Hey! <laughs> well, like a verbal love letter, um, I would implore you to check out our Twitterings. It's not as sophisticated as those wordings, but um, on, Twitter, on Twitter and Instagram, we're For Your Ref Pod. And in most places, if you search For Your Reference, you should find us, hopefully. I like to listen to you on Apple Podcasts. And are you available on all sorts of podcatchers? OT's usually that guy that knows the details, but I will say yes. And he he will have to figure it out if that's not the case. (laughs) That works. That's what love is, guys. (laughs) That's love. Love is just letting your spouse figure it out. Totally. (laughs) That's what I tell my husband all the time, but he never does. (laughs) Maybe it needs to be in the form of a love letter. Then what he does instead is sing to me like, What's love got to do, got to do with it? And then he's, I go, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and then he shows me his legs and they're super sexy. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Just like Tina Turner, Shelly. Get a grip. <laughs> no, my grips are all gone. <laughs> you're losing your faculties, Shelly. I am. I feel like I've run a marathon. <laughs> Well, Shelly Gang, if you would like to send Shelly some words of encouragement after this terrible thing we've put her through, 
You can go to our website, ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, HasOpinions.com. And there you can find our social medias. Get in contact with Shelly. Send her an email. Say, Shell, it's okay. Don't worry. Or you can just look at pictures of her, and I'll put up one of her right now being very embarrassed. Oh, goodness. That's like one of the best parts of my day, seeing Shelly's face photoshopped onto all of the different images. (laughs) Yeah, Shell, on, for this episode, who knows what kind of love letters I'll attribute to you. <laughs> That's true. I can't wait. <laughs> you ladies are amazing. Oh, Aww. thank you, Katie. You're amazing. You fit right in. You're yeah. an honorary Chatfield girl and we're so happy to have another one of you. And maybe we'll have you come back, like Shelly said, on a less emotionally charged <laughs> topic where Shelly can actually be just, like, comfortable and nice and, and uh, friendly. Oh, was I not friendly this time? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, my my okay. verbal love letter to you guys is thank you so much for having me on. I'm not sure if you're going to force me to say thank you, so I just wanted to do it off my invention. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't want to force you to say anything except something mean against athletes, and I already did that. <laughs> and then I got too real. But thank you so much. I really, I, I love you guys so much. And uh, the, we actually upload at the same time. So I actually listen mm-hmm. to both of ours at the same time every week. Aww. And obviously, you know, you've got your listeners and you guys are listening now, but I feel like you, they deserve more. So you should listen to more episodes. If you're listening to this podcast right now. Oh, so sweet. And like I said, I'm already a big fan of For Your Reference podcast, and there's so much to check out. And I even listen to ones about shows and movies I haven't seen, like Deadwood. Guys, cowboys. (laughs) Are they in love? Because then Julie would be on board. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) I was going to say, do you want to tell her or should I? You. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell her off air because, Julie, hold your horses in a scary way. Nice. You might become unstable. (laughs) I love it. You're way too smart for this podcast, Katie. (laughs) Way too smart. And Shelly Gang, come back next week. Thank you so much for those who have joined us. And with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Bye. 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 Thank you, Katie. Bye. 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 Bye